0: It's only a kick, a
1: jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans.
0: After all, it's only pressure. You got this,
1: Adidas. Excited for this guy now. I guess we won a contest. And uh, the contest was some lucky listener was going to be able to come into studio and talk sports with me. And uh, Tracy Niporent was the lucky listener who, in fact, did win this contest. And uh, here he is, I believe, out of Tenafly, New Jersey, live in studio. On this Friday morning. Good morning, Tracy. How are you, pal? Good morning, Sid. You are I, in Tenafly, right? I live in Tenafly, but I spend most of my waking hours
0: here in New York City. Why is that? But, uh, well, because I work here in New York. What do you do? And I grew up in, in New York City in Peter Cooper and Stuyvesant Town. Sure. Play, played for the local uh, Little League teams. And, what, what do you uh, do for a living? You know, I'm, I'm a director of marketing for a restaurant group. Oh, good. And a Myriad Restaurant Group, which uh, includes Nobu and Tribeca Grill oh. and Metard and some good restaurants. Yeah,
1: very fancy. Very yeah. fancy. But...
0: Uh, well, we've been in, we've been around for a while. Yeah, you know, we worked very hard, uh, but just like your father, my father uh, was very devoted and took me to sporting events. Going back to 1962, he took me to the Giants Green Bay championship game at Yankee Stadium. How about that? It was so cold. That I remember, I
1: thought I saw icicles on the urinals in the bathroom. You probably did. You know, I yeah. think I did. What's and, the one Giant game that was actually kind of that cold, much later, of course, uh, than then? And that was when the Giants beat the Redskins 17 to nothing on their way to the Super Bowl in 1986 when Phil Sims and the Giants outplayed Elway and the Broncos. That game against the Redskins, I think, was like 11 below. And you may remember Jim Burt wearing short sleeves jumping into the stands at the win. Yeah. That was a freezing cold day. Maybe not as cold as Giants, Packers, or Packers, Cowboys, the Ice Bowl, but certainly on that level. I
0: went to a Jet game against the Indianapolis Colts that was very much like that in the playoffs. And I was at the Tyree Super Bowl. Oh, you were? In uh, Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the only Super Bowl I've ever been to, but I chose a good one to go to. <laughs> yes, you did. And the halftime show was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. So, uh, how about It bad? was a
1: win-win all the way around. So, you, uh, you grew up in, in New York City, not York Brooklyn. City. No. So, no. you're a giant Nick Ranger Yankee fan, right? Well,
0: I'm actually Mets, Jets, uh, Nixon Rangers. Oh, you want Mets, Jets, Nixon Rangers? I became Rangers.
1: a Jet fan when Joe Namath came around. Well, everybody did. Uh, and, everybody and, you did. You know, he was so yeah.
0: exciting. and yeah. I loved Y.A Tittle. But YA was on his way out. Joe Namath was on his way in. Yeah, that's when it changed.
1: But now, why did I see you? uh, I saw some clips. I said, "Get to know this guy, Tracy. He's coming in. He's a big sports fan, a big Sid Rosenberg fan." And I think I saw a clip on you with my friend Rosanna Scotto on Good Day New York on Channel Five. What were you doing on there? What was? Well, uh, I
0: I was the chair of Restaurant Week for seventeen years. Oh, that's why. Okay. Did you talk uh, met baseball with Rosanna uh, Scotto? You know, uh, (laughs) maybe not that time. But I was on – I go back to when Greg Kelly was uh, the host also. Sure, sure. And then my later in later Kelly, years. My,
1: my, my man uh, Greg Kelly, who uh, defended me in a big way yesterday. I know. Yes, he did. Uh, so you go back to with him, and on there you talk sports on Channel 5? Well, I have, uh, but usually it's been
0: more of a culinary uh, Gotcha, gotcha. But I am a diehard sports fan. Well, I what love is your favorite
1: has- team of all the sports teams?
0: You know, I would say the Mets because – Just uh, – my father took me to a game in 1962 against the Cincinnati Reds, doubleheader at the Polo Grounds. They're playing – they were the defending national league champions. They had Frank Robinson, Vader Pinson. Mets win the first game. I was, like, thrilled. Between games, I go down to the dugout. I peek in my head. There's Casey Stengel looking out, oldest man I ever saw in my life wearing a baseball uniform. I said, this is very cool. Second game starts. It goes to the 14th inning. No Ghost Runners in 1962. Right. And Frank Thomas hits a home run in the bottom of the 14th. The Mets win the doubleheader. They swept him? They swept him. Now, they won 40 games that year. I saw 5% of their, t- their wins That's in funny. one day. Yeah, And
1: Frank Thomas was uh, quite the home run hitter. He Met- was.
0: He had 34 home runs that year.
1: Yeah, they, it's not the same Frank Thomas, the big hurt from the Chicago no. White Sox, but he had 34 home runs that year. And He, he, he was the only, the, only, the only bright spot on that team, right? He was. Uh, he was a real good ball player. Uh,
0: he did have the short porch in left field at the Polo Grounds. Yeah, but uh, you know they had Richie Ashburn. They had some good players. The problem was they had Roger that they were Craig on that team too, right? Roger Craig. Yeah. You know, you had to be a good pitcher to go out there and lose twenty games because you had to be out there every day. <laughs> yeah. And those guys had rubber arms. They, they, you know, they pitched oh, nine listen, innings.
1: Course, nine innings. I remember when the uh, when Juan Marichal went yeah. up against Warren Spahn, sixteen innings, and they both pitched the whole game. That's the right. whole game. Sixteen innings apiece. I mean, come on. So what do you think then about pitchers today that go six innings and make a billion dollars?
0: It's a different world now. It's just a different world. The, 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 The training and these guys throw very hard. But now, you know, they've given relief pitchers jobs. I mean, back in the day, you know, Whitey Ford would pitch nine innings. Then they had a guy, Louis Arroyo, who came along, and Mm. he became one of the first relief pitchers that I could remember. Now everybody's a specialist. They come in for all the the different aspects. Well, you got different
1: innings. you got a seventh inning guy, an eighth eighth inning guy, right. Like the Yankees during that 20 run had Stanton-Nelson-Wetland or Stanton-Nelson-Rivera. You know, so you have a seventh inning guy, an eighth inning guy, a ninth inning guy. I mean, I remember, I guess from me, Because I was a little too young to remember Tug McGraw. So I guess for me, one of the first closers was a guy named Skip Lockwood. Oh, yeah. Remember the great Skip Lockwood? <laughs> then they had guys like Neil Allen. He was Allen. great at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great is probably a He's stretch. He's not an immortal, yeah. but yeah. yeah. probably a stretch, yeah. <laughs> he was And, uh, good. you know, the Neil Allen who got dealt to St. Louis, not Keith Hernandez uh, deal, that was a great deal for the Mets. Yeah, but that worked that well. It is funny to see how that game has evolved. Baseball, still love it. My favorite sport, too. Still a diehard Met fan. An expectations to this year, or what, Trace? World Series?
0: Well, I hope so. But, you know, I'm one of these fans. Look, we won 101 games last year. We didn't win... The gold ring that was disappointing. We didn't even win one playoff no. round. <laughs> but the season, the season was still a good season. There yeah. were a lot of exciting things. I was at the no hitter game. In fact, I was also at the Santana no hitter game back uh, oh, ten years. It was ago. not a no
1: hitter because Beltran hit a double. Well, yeah, we you know, know that. I, I was at the game this year that I thought was the most exciting game, even more exciting than no hitter, and that was the win over the Dodgers when Brandon Nimmo made that catch in center field. Oh yes, that was fantastic, unbelievable.
0: I was well, at that game. He earned
1: a lot of money because yes, of that catch. Did.
0: Yes, he did. That really helped, and no he's, he's a catalyst for the team. So I'm happy that he's back. Look, we have a good manager. Uh, if we can stay healthy. Then the Mets have a good chance to run the table, uh, but I think it's going to be an entertaining, great season anyway. I think Both Steve Cohen's teams. doing a great job out there. Yep. Yep. There's going to be a new scoreboard. They're adding amenities for the fan experience, which I think is good. And uh, I've been going. I've had you know season tickets for years. Oh, you have season tickets now. Well, I have. I have a, a weekday plan. Okay, so gotcha. I, 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 you know, we sell soup, so I can't afford a full season ticket. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, ah. but, but I, I go, uh, uh, you know probably 25, 30, 40 games a year, because I, I, sometimes I get
1: invited by people, and I just love going out there. So here's my question. You're obviously a huge and very educated, to your credit, sports enthusiast, okay? So, and I do a lot of sports on this show, sure. but a very, very minimal percentage compared to the politics, the news, all that stuff. Got guys like Boomer and Geo. They're going to spend two hours on a Pete Alonso at-bat last night against the San Diego Padres. How do you come to W.A.B.C.? or you listen to both? What's what's the real listening schedule for a guy like you? I'm curious. Well, it's diverse. But the one thing I love about sports is it's, it's a metaphor
0: for life. You get knocked down, you get up again. You have to be resilient. You have to be strong. Sure. Uh, you know, everything doesn't always go your way. I look at it as kind of like a Ferris wheel. You know, you're at the top for a certain period of time, then it comes around, and hopefully you don't stay at the bottom too long, and then you rise up again. Yeah. So it's the resilience. And... People that are very skilled at the top of their talent in a sport. It's fascinating to watch. There's a lot of drama and there's great stories. So whether it's baseball, football, hockey or uh, basketball, they're all entertaining. And we're blessed right now in New York because every team is pretty good. Yeah. No, I know yeah. that. We so, all, so, we have, they so, all have winning records. So
1: with all that said, with all the teams being pretty good, Knicks playing well, Rangers playing well, Devils are great, Islanders are coming on, here come the Mets and Yankees, uh, why are you not a 24-7 fan guy? Because clearly you must be listening to me at some point during the morning, and I'm not giving you sports – all morning long. So why is that? I'm just curious.
0: Well, because I've been I, listen. I started as an I'mus listener going back oh, okay. all those there years. There you go. Right. And and it was a nice mixture of inter- entertainment, politics. That's right. Social commentary, everything. And I still follow that pattern. And I I read I, I I read stuff from the left. I read stuff from the right. Look, when I'm at a ball game, I don't know what the political point of view of the person next to me. Right. All I know Unless is you're sitting
1: there wearing a BLM yeah, shirt. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that could be a, yeah. that could be a tip-off, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know we're rooting for our team. Yes, we're together. Yes, and 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 that's what makes it special. Agreed. And uh, you know this is kind of a golden era of New York sports. When I was 16 years old, the Jets won, the Mets won, uh, oh, the so Knicks you were, won. You
1: were born in '53. Yes.
0: Ah. And and and. Uh, you know, I thought it was going to be like that all the time. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's never <laughs> happened again like that. No. But I no. thought, wow, it was so amazing. And the character in those teams, you know, the Willis Reeds, yeah. Dave DeBushers. The I mean, we guys, got close in 86
1: you know, with the Giants and the Mets. Yes. Then 94, yeah. we had the Knicks and the Rangers. But you're right. Not three champs in one year. Three champs in one I year. I was
0: I was at the uh, the Zella Pukin game. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, The Mateo, Mateo, Mateo. Yes, yes. And that was the most intense sporting event I've ever been at because so much was on the line. The Rangers had won the Governor's Cup, or you know, for the best record in the, the league. President trophy. President's trophy. Right. They hadn't won a Stanley Cup since '94, uh, since since 1940, which was yeah. a prenatal memory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seven seconds to go in the game, Zelopukin scores, and we were on suicide watch. I mean, I'm convinced that if the Rangers had lost that game, somebody would have taken a header off the goal. <laughs> it goes into the first overtime, then it goes to the second overtime, finally, Matteo does the wraparound. It was such a relief. We were so yeah. excited. That was it was, it was the most New incredible Jersey. thing.
1: Yeah, it was New York versus And Mark Messier, of course, came out and said, we're going to win tonight. And he had actually uh, a hat-trick at even strength, all three goals. Uh, did not score once on the power play. But that was a uh, momentous time. I enjoyed that 94 Ranger season as mu- as much, if not more, in my lifetime, I'm younger than you, than any other championship win. 86 Mets, all those giant wins. That 94 Ranger team, that was amazing. Well, it was well-earned,
0: and it was uh, the intensity of it. Yeah. was incredible. It was. And the character of the players on the team. You know, That's the other thing. When you look at a team... Um, I think this Ranger team now has a lot of talent. I don't know if they can run the table because there's always like – Boston is very strong right now. And just like the Knicks when they had Patrick Ewing, you know, Michael Jordan was in the way.
1: Yeah, And yeah.
0: there are some hockey teams out there. And on too. Yes. And so yeah. – uh, but you know what? If you put all your eggs in the championship basket, you're always going to be disappointed. To me, it's the effort. It's the excitement. And have the best season that you can have. And then you'll be content. Yeah. You know, you don't win the championship that often. Only one team is left standing at the end. That's right. But if you've had a good season and you've performed well and you've given your best and you've entertained the fans and you've shown intestinal fortitude, what the heck? That's you know, a healthy outlook. How can you do better? No,
1: you're yeah. right. It was great to meet you. you Thank too. you for uh, taking part in this contest. Thank you for coming down this morning and talking with me. And let's do it again sometime soon. I would
0: love to. I have lots of anecdotes. Okay. i <laughs>
1: okay. been to a lot of events. We'll do it. That is it uh, was such a pleasure. Thank uh, you, me too. Sid. Thank you so Thank much. You. Tracy Nieperant. Did I get it right? Perfect. Perfect, yes? Perfect. Okay.